This morning, even before we get into God's word as and look and study God's word, I just want to share something that uh, a little while ago that the Lord really impressed on me, and I was it was in my in my time of prayer, and I I think I was reading one of the Paul's letters actually, and right in the middle of that, the Lord just impressed on my heart, and He said He said it and. Like I said, it was just this, it wasn't a loud voice, but it was something that he just impressed on my heart. But he said this, run after the real thing. Amen. Run in terms of pursue after the real thing instead of wasting your time, energy and resources and settling for cheap imitations. Run after the real thing instead of settling for cheap imitations. And as I was, I was re- reflecting on that, I realized that right, you got to realize this, that right from the beginning of, of creation, and you see it everywhere actually for everything that God created, everything that God has created, the devil has come along and created something that looks very similar, but it isn't what it really is. I mean, the devil... and. You cannot deny that there is someone out there. There is a real enemy that we have. People get freaked out when you talk about demons and stuff like that. But don't deny the reality that if there is a God who exists, there is someone else, the devil, Satan, whatever you want to call him, who is there actively looking to derail what we have, what God has called us to do. And he does that by by coming up with something or he presents something that looks the same that like what God had done but it really is not and the devil always does this promises us things promises another way that seems so right but it's not the real thing for example joy and happiness God says joy and happiness is found when we follow the word of God But the devil comes and says joy and happiness is doing whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it. That's not the real thing. And it comes back and I've really as I was preparing this message it just came to me again and to share with you all. Because we're talking about freedom. Real freedom is found in Jesus Christ alone. That's it. Real freedom is found in Jesus Christ alone. Real freedom is found in studying and living by the word of God. Real freedom isn't doing whatever you want to do. The freedom to do whatever you want to do. Because that's the cheap substitute where he says you can do. You have fun. You can have real freedom. You have freedom to do anything you want to do. But realize that that freedom ends only in chaos and destruction. But there's a God who gives us real freedom. Real, real freedom. And I want us and encourage us to pursue not just freedom, but pursue after the real thing. Get into the word because that's where you find it. The real, real thing. God promises us real freedom. So I encourage you and want to remind you this morning. Pursue, chase after the real thing. Don't settle for a cheap substitute please don't settle for the cheap imitation run after the real thing so why is Jesus good news 
Why is Jesus good news? Because when we trust him, and in the context of today, in the context of this whole idea of freedom and independence, we realize that Jesus is good news for me because I get to live my life and I get to experience real freedom. Real freedom as Christians. And this is something we need to be aware of. As Christians... There are benefits of being a disciple, but there is also a cost of being a disciple. There are benefits to being a Christian, but there's also a cost involved when it comes to following Christ. And we need to be careful to balance those two, to make sure we don't emphasize one thing more than the other. Because I know there are a lot of churches out there, and not a lot, there are a few churches out there that only talk about all the benefits that you get. From following Christ. And that's not a wrong thing at all. But let's also remember that there is a responsibility when it comes to following Christ. This morning I want to focus on benefits. Because for me one of the biggest benefits of following Christ is freedom. Freedom. Real freedom. Where you can sit back and know that he has taken care of you. You just know he has taken care of you. Freedom. Freedom is found in church. I know it is cliche, but we've got to remind ourselves and remind everybody else. Real freedom is found in Jesus alone. I know it's cliche, but that is the truth we hold on to. Real freedom is found in Christ alone. And the scripture I want to use today is just 2 Corinthians 3 and verse 17. And it says this, now where the Spirit of the Lord, the Lord is Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, what? There is freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Think about this for a minute. What does Paul say in Corinthians itself? Where is God's Spirit? Earlier, yes, he was in the temple and it was associated with the temple. But where does God's Spirit really abide right now if we trust in him? Where the Spirit of the Lord is... There is freedom. If you have really, and I use this again, accepted the Lord, if I can say it, but you know what I'm talking about. And you have experienced God in such a way, realize that His Spirit dwells within you. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is freedom. Talking about real freedom today. And I've got three things. And again, this is, this is something we all know or reminded about. But I want to remind us again about. The freedom we enjoy in being in Christ. Because His Holy Spirit dwells within each one of us. Three things. One, I enjoy freedom from the burden of my past. Amen. I've spent the last few uh, months focusing a lot of my Bible reading on Paul's letters, the epistles. And I know I shared it probably a couple of weeks ago, either on a, I think it was maybe on a Wednesday or a Sunday, I don't remember, but I know I shared this. Where Paul talks about the past, what does he say in Philippians? Forgetting what is behind, he presses on. Realize that when you are in Christ, you have the freedom. You are freed from the bondage of the past. Bondage of the past. Please understand that. And I know 
it sounds silly and it sounds ridiculous, but I know a lot of people who allow their past to hold them hostage. A lot of people who allow their past to hold them hostage because they cannot let go of the past. The past just beats them down and just holds them down and doesn't allow them to live the life that God has called them to live. Just recently after service, I had someone come up to me and ask for prayer. And he asked, and one of the things that he said was this, my past always comes back to haunt me. Please understand Try to explain to that person and we were talking about that Jesus, one of the things he does is give us freedom from the past. He breaks the bondage, those chains from the past that have held us down. We need to understand that and live like that, live with that assurance that he knows that he has taken care of the past. He has Taken care of the past is the real freedom that I enjoy, whether it be past failures, regret. I know a lot of people who live in a constant state of regret. They look at the past and the past, the failures and everything else, and they just come to me. And I, it's surprising, church, that people who have not able to get over things from the past. But I want to remind you today that Jesus has taken care of the past. He has taken care of the past. You don't have to live, live under that burden anymore. And one of the things the devil does constantly is remind us of how bad we were or how bad things were in the past. He always wants us to focus on things that are behind us so that we, whether it be good or bad, he wants us to look at that. And not focus on where God wants us to be. Jesus gives us the freedom from a past. The burden of whether it be sin or guilt or shame. It does not matter. Jesus has taken care of that on the cross. You don't have to live. The, word, the verse that Paul says what? There is no condemnation anymore. Amen. Remind us. Today's just a reminder to remind us all about that. We don't have to live under the burden of the past. The burden of the past. And I've had people who've said to me, but pastor, you don't know, you know, what I've done. And, and I've told them this, I've, my exact words, I don't need to know. Jesus knows and he's taking care of it. Why do I need to know? I don't need to know. He's taking care of that. And when he takes care of it, he wipes it away. Basically, it's as far as the east is from the west. The only thing the devil can do is keep trying to get you to trip up and make you feel bad and make you feel guilty about what's happened and what's something Jesus has already taken care of. So realize that real freedom comes from Christ. Regret robs us of happiness. It causes stress, anxiety, depression, everything you want to add simply because we regret what has happened in the past. You cannot live... In past regret. Because Jesus has overcome every single thing that you will ever do. He knows and he's taking care of it. So please remember you have freedom from your past. That's what Jesus gives us. Please do not allow your past to hold your present and your future hostage. Experience the freedom. Freedom from regret, failures and also past hurt. 
we are okay and this is a more touchy subject getting over past hurt because that is real that pain is real but we cannot live our lives in constant pain because we have someone who empathizes with us he knows i may not know what it really feels like to have been hurt by someone in such a way but we have someone who knows the pain you are going through he knows the pain that you have been ca- I mean someone has caused you but he wants us to move past that he's taken care learn to give up that hurt to christ release that's the word we use release that hurt to jesus christ and experience the freedom that he has called you don't allow that hurt to hold you something in the past to hold you hostage hold your present hostage and same thing and the, the truth is this you can allow that hurt and very often that hurt develops into resentment and unforgiveness it's so there's no way around that progress that progression as such hurt develops into resentment and it ends up in unforgiveness right there we know this we know this already when we hold on to something that god has called us to release and let go of it hurts us more than it hurts the other person it hurts us more when we hold on to something and have not learned to just give it up to god and trust god so realize that the past whether it be again regrets failures hurts whatever it may be god has given us the freedom from the past God has given us the freedom from the past. The second thing that I really love that God has given me freedom from the past, but God has also given me the freedom to be who he has called me to be. Amen. To be who he has called me to be. I'm amazed when you look at how unique and distinct each and every one of us are. just in matter of dna and personalities and everything else we are made and created so differently and uniquely and realize when you are created uniquely you have a unique purpose to fulfill too i cannot fulfill your purpose to which god created you you can't do what what god has created me to do but realize this we have the freedom to be who god has called us to be words come into my mind conformity and people's expectations we don't have to conform to something or anything other than the word of god we don't have to conform to anything else we don't have to live up to the expectations of somebody else when i realize and i always like i said one of the biggest things for me is when i realize that i am living my life for him and him alone i live my life i play and live for an audience of one that's the freedom god has given each and every one of us that's the freedom i want to remind you about that god has called you to be you god has called you to be you you have the freedom from the pressure of trying to conform to somebody or or something else just be free to be you the likeness we want to be like is the likeness of Christ i don't want to be like brother dan brother dan doesn't want to be like me we have one goal to be the likeness of Christ that's the goal that's the goal that's the freedom he gives each one of us i'm not going to focus church i waste 
I have wasted a lot of my life, especially when I was younger, trying to make people happy. To live my life so that my parents will be happy, my church will be happy, and everybody around me will be happy with me. That's such a drain of my time, my energy. Realize even Jesus didn't make everybody happy, right? That's why they crucified him. So quit trying that. Realize you have the freedom to be you. When you live your life to please Jesus Christ, I promise you, there will be people who will uh, encourage you. There will be people who will discourage you. But when you know you are living your Christ, you're living your life to please Christ Jesus, it will bring you freedom. It will bring you freedom. Don't go running after, chasing after people or what people expect and what people want you to be. I always use this phrase, don't get caught up in keeping up appearances because then we buy things we don't need with money. We don't have to impress people who don't even like us at the end. So why live to keep up appearances? I'm here to please the Lord, to live my life so that my life is an offering that he can accept. Freedom. Freedom from the pressure of living up to other people's expectations. You have the freedom. We enjoy the freedom from the past. Freedom to be who God has called us to be. And then the freedom from all fear. I don't know why, but that is the biggest thing people people deal with whether it be fear of what's going to happen tomorrow or whether it be the fear of what's going to happen in eternity please realize that when we are in Christ we are free from all fear his perfect love the bible says what casts out drives out fear that's the freedom have you ever and again I'm not saying we're not going to get worried about a few things. That's just going to be natural. But that fear will not paralyze you in a way that you can't be effective for the kingdom of God. That fear will not paralyze you that you can't be who God has called you to be. Who you know, you know, and God has impressed on your heart. You know where God has called you to be. But the fear of something just holds you down. Today, I want to remind you that God gives you the freedom from that fear. Who's going to take care of tomorrow? God's, going to, God's got it. Why do you have to be anxious about what's going to happen tomorrow? That's what he says in Matthew too. The birds of the field don't care. I mean, the birds in the air don't care. We have a heavenly father who knows every single hair, the number of hair on our head. How much more does he care for us? If you doubt that God can take care of you, I want you to go to him and pray and really seek him. Because when you earnestly seek him and know him and study him and know him and who he is, you will stop fearing whether God can take care of you. You, your family, your future is secure because of the freedom God gives us. Freedom from the past, freedom to live today without any, without trying to conform to anybody else, and freedom to live without fear of what's going to happen next. It's a simple message, church. That's part of, I mean, it's not the entire gospel, but that's in essence what it's about. Freedom from the past, no longer living under the bondage and the chains of the past. Freedom to be who God has called me to be today. To live my life to please Him and Him alone. And freedom from the fear of not knowing what's going to happen tomorrow. That's it.
It's simple. That's why Jesus is good news to me. That's why Jesus is good news for you today. That's the good news we got to tell everybody else. That's it. It's simple. Freedom, real freedom is found in Jesus and Jesus Christ alone. Bow your heads with me today. Him who the Son sets free is free indeed. There's nothing complicated, church. There is nothing complicated about the good news of Jesus Christ. A word that I associate as freedom. We're just talking about it because we've celebrated Independence Day. Freedom from the past, past hurt, past failures, past addictions, past oppression. The past he's taken care of. We do not allow, we cannot allow our past to determine how we live our lives. God has broken every bondage. God has broken, taken every curse to the cross. You don't have to come and say, I can't help it anymore. Trust him and enjoy the freedom because he has taken care of the past. You have freedom from the burden of your past. Again, I don't know what everybody's thinking right now. But if you have allowed or if you wrestle with the past in such a way that it just doesn't allow you to go forward anymore. Whether it be the regret you have or your failures you have. Just don't let the devil. The devil will constantly remind you of how you are never going to be good enough. That's the truth. You will never be good enough if it isn't for Jesus Christ. That's it. He's taken care of the past. Past hurt. Let me just encourage you. If you've been working and dealing with just someone who has hurt you in the past and that pain is real. I'm not making light of what you've experienced. But I want you to enjoy freedom from that hurt by releasing that hurt to Christ and giving Him control in that situation. And if you need to forgive someone, please realize God wants us and calls us to forgive. Unforgiveness is holding on to your past. What someone said, what someone did, a past offense or whatever. Trust Him and enjoy His freedom. The freedom from the past and the freedom to be who God has called me to be. Freedom from the burden of expectation and living up to the expectation or the pressure of trying to impress others and trying to keep up with people. It's simple. It's the freedom, the relief you will feel when you can just be you. Now that's not an excuse to do whatever you want to do. I'm not talking about that and you know that already. But it's just the freedom to be who God has called you to be. What God has called you to be. 
I don't live my life to impress anyone else. I mean, I'm not here to make everybody angry at me. I'm, I'm not doing that either. But I'm constantly reminding myself that I'm here to please God. To live my life so that He, He is pleased. Am I going to get it right every time? No. But as long as I know that I can come to Him, earnestly seek Him in His face, He gives me freedom. Freedom to be who He has called me to be. And the future. Don't fear the future. He gives us freedom from that fear. He gives us freedom from that fear too. Whatever, Lord. The fear of what's going to happen to me, to my kids, to my grandkids, to my job, whatever, Lord. You don't want us to live with that fear. And you give us freedom from that because we know you are in control. You are in control. God, I just pray, God, that you give us reminders, Lord. That we don't have to stress out about what's going to happen next because you are in control of what happens next. Thank you, Father, just for just reminders, Lord. The true freedom is found in Christ. And this morning we once again come to you, to the cross, and surrender our lives to you. Thank you, Father, once again.